my theme that I had going on last week, and for those of you who missed my episode, uh, we are going to be kind of starting this sophomore year of mine by talking about sophomore albums. So I'm on my second one. Last week I did Surrender by Maggie Rogers. Today I will be doing Blonde by Frank Ocean. And next week, uh, it's not finalized. I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to do. But that's going to be the last sophomore album that I do at least consecutively. And then from there, I'll, you know, go back into my normal spiel. But we are, you know, getting back in with um, a sophomore album. And as you heard, it's going to be Blonde by Frank Ocean. And this is really known as, like, one of the greatest albums of all time, if not in this century, century, decade, or, like, last decade, whatever. Uh, Blonde is, you know, critically acclaimed. And for those of you who don't know it, you're going to hear some of it today. And for those of you who do, you're going to have a great time because who doesn't have a great time listening to Blonde by Frank Ocean? So getting into my normal, you know, spiel of things, going to go, you know, get right into it for this episode because there's so much to say about this album. And I want to play six songs. So got a lot to talk about. So getting into the personal info, I personally believe this album is like a strong nine or a 10 out of 10. Like there's nothing less than that. This album is... Honestly, one of the greatest albums of all time, like I said, and I think it was beautifully created and deserves to be recognized as one of the greatest albums ever made, or at least so far in the 21st century. You know, there's stuff from pre-2000s that I obviously adore, and there's going to be stuff, you know, as I grow older that I will, but Blonde just deserves the recognition as it is right now. And I think it has grown to, like, fit that high, like, pedestal that it's on, at least from what I understand. Uh, I first listened back in 2018, and I remember not being really obsessed with it my first listen. Um, this is like an alternative R&B album, and I've never really been into R&B, just in general. Um, but I think that's what threw me off. You know, I wasn't into all the singing and like the slower, not that all the songs are slow, but just like the slower vibe of some of the songs on the album. So I think it was just like not really what appealed to me at the time. And it took me multiple listens for me to like really get it. And after, you know, I was seeing it so much in, like, music media, because I'm, like, obviously heavily involved in media surrounding music, whatever, I just, like, felt like I needed to understand why, and eventually I really did, and now I praise the album and just Frank in general. I'm a huge Frank Ocean fan, not as much as some people. I know some pretty crazy fans, but I appreciate his work as much as anyone else's. And... I strongly enjoy Frank as an artist. I don't listen to him consist- as consistently as I could, but I do, like, you know, throw him in- throw him into rotation every now and then. I don't listen to Blonde, like, every month. I don't listen to um, Channel Orange every month. You know, it's, like, kind of like a not-so-frequent listen of his albums for me. But when I do, it's usually, like, a special reason why. Uh, one of my favorite songs by him is uh, Strawberry Swing, which is from Nostalgia Ultra. And it's essentially like Coldplay Strawberry Swing sampled, and it's like the same thing except Frank just sounds majestic on it, and I love it. And I feel like with Frank Ocean, this is like, I guess, a personal opinion, but I think it's very, you know, universal. But I think there's always one song that everybody likes by this guy, and he just has so much variety in his music, even though he holds such a small catalog in music, which is a really important thing to understand when you're talking about Frank Ocean. He does not have a large catalog compared to some of the other artists around him. So now getting into like the artists and the album info. So Frank Ocean, aka Christopher Francis Ocean, is an American singer-songwriter born in Long Beach, California, but grew up in um, New Orleans. He's currently 34 years old, and he's known for being an important figure in the hip-hop community, uh, especially like within the Black and LGBTQ plus community, because he's an openly bisexual gay man and writes a lot of his music about his sexuality which is really important um and that's like an important theme that you see in blonde as with channel orange i believe and this is like a random thing that i wrote down but supposedly he's in a relationship with pop singer omar apollo right now but that's uncertain but i've been on the lookout for all that stuff and originally he was from this quirky hip-hop group called odd future some of you may know of it but it included artists like Tyler the, Tyler, the Creator, and Earl Sweatshirt. So the three of them really got their fame from that group, and they've each grown tremendously as solo artists. And there's a lot of other artists that were in the group that just weren't as relevant. But, like, the three of them have become critically acclaimed, you know, 
like there's everyone can agree that there's a 10 out of 10 album between the three of them like all three of them each have their own 10 out of 10 albums so they have huge huge acclaim which is really awesome and frank is a two-time grammy winner uh both of his albums are on the rolling stone rolling stone top 500 great greatest albums of all time list and he released his first mixtape back in 2010 which helped get him signed to def jam which was pretty big deal and his first LP came out in 2012, which that would be Channel Orange. And this album kind of helped him be named one of the most influential people in 2013 by Time Magazine. And he won multiple awards off of that album. So he got like a lot of, you know, amazing press from Channel Orange. And then three years later, he, or not three years, four years later, my bad, he released Endless, which was kind of for contract obligations and if you guys don't know what endless is um frank has two unreleased albums one is or i guess mixtapes one is nostalgia ultra which came out in 2010 and then endless came out in 2016 and it was kind of like a movie film like it wasn't just music it was like associated with the film which is a pretty cool fact i honestly i honestly didn't know that but it was like he released it just because he was like having contract issues with Def Jam. And then the day after that, he self-released Blonde, which is what we're talking about today. And Blonde was ranked number one on Pitchfork's uh, list of best albums of the 2010s, which is saying a lot because you guys know how I feel about Pitchfork. And he was number one on Billboard 200, the album Certified Platinum. And ever since, he's released a few singles, no albums, and he started a brand called Homer. And he also um, has a like a podcast, I guess, uh, Blonded Radio. So those are like all that we've heard from him since 2016 when Blonde released. We have like four songs that came out. We got Blonded Radio. And now he has this brand called Homer, which is like you're paying t- like literally like $25,000 for like, I can't even say what he's selling. Like they're, you wear them on your body, but it's like the most ridiculous stuff. It's so interesting. Um, but yeah, Blonde was released August 20th, 2016, and it sits exactly at an hour long. Uh, it includes guest vocals from Andre 3000, Beyonce, and more. It was partially recorded at Electric Lady Studios in New York City, and it was released under the label Boys Don't Cry, which is under Frank, and was created the day before the Endless release. So a lot of stuff was happening between August 18th and August 20th, 2016. Um, but yeah, this is like a... Like I said before, it's like um, an alternative R&B album. It's psychedelic rap, avant-garde, soul, hip-hop, whatever you can name it. And, oh, a, a little fun fact is when you look up the album, it's spelled blonde with an E, like the hair color. But on the album, it has no E with it. I meant to look up why that is, but I didn't. But that's just like a fun little thing because I always think about it. I'm like, where's the E? All right. So with that being said, I kind of rushed through that if you guys... Like, I'm losing my breath a little bit because there was just so much to say. But we are just going to get, like, right into it. I'm going to play six songs. One is, like, a one-minute song, so really five songs. Um, And, yeah, we're going to skip the first two tracks. So track number one is called Nike's. I think everyone knows, like, every single song I'm going to talk about on here. But Nike's is, um, it's a good one. It's not my favorite. I... Didn't write down track info, so I'm not really going to spiel off about it because I can't, like, genuinely talk about it because I didn't really read into it. But um, Nike's, and then it goes into Ivy, and I kind of wanted to play Ivy, but it's a very well-known track of his, and I was like, I can leave it out. Like, Ivy is, like, one of his, like, most highly recognized songs of all time. Um, It's a beautiful song. I, like... I'm thinking about these songs now that I'm, like, not playing them, and I'm like, shit, like, why didn't I play that? Um, But we are going to get into track three, Pink and White, one of my favorite Frank Ocean songs of all time. I think it's absolutely beautiful, and I'm going to talk about it afterwards. Um, I just want you guys to listen for now, but yeah, Pink and White. Um, We're just going to kind of skip around the album a little bit, go in chronological order, of course, and we are going to be starting with track number three, Pink and White. I hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way every day goes. Every time we've no control. If the sky is pink and white, if 
the ground is black and yellow It's the same way you showed me Nod my head, don't close my eyes Halfway on a slow move It's the same way you showed me If you could fly, then you'd feel south Up north, it's getting cold soon The way it is, we're on land So I'm someone to hold true Keep you cool when it's still alive Won't let you down when it's all ruined Just the same way you showed me Showed me You showed me love Glory from above Regardless, dear It's all downhill from here In the wake of a hurricane Dark skin of a summer shade Nosedive in the floodlines Tall tower, milk crate It's the same way you showed me Cannonball off the porch side Older kids trying off the roof Just the same way you showed me You showed If you could die and come back to life Up for air from the swimming pool You kneel down to the dry land Kiss the earth that birthed you Gave you tools just to stay alive And make it up when the sun is ruined That's the same way you showed me Showed You showed me love pink and white um i i love it i love it my favorite part of that song and honestly the reason why i like even wanted to play it the reason why i listened to it is because right when it starts into the second verse that acoustic guitar comes in and it is beautiful it's breathtaking in my opinion i don't know what it is it comes in for the like slightest split second it's there for like only the beginning of the verse and i think it's a groundbreaking thing like oh my god i'm listening to hip-hop i'm listening to like this like alternative R&B album and then bam acoustic guitar there's nothing more than I love than that you guys know how I feel about acoustic anyways so pink and white was produced by Pharrell Williams and it has backing vocals of Beyonce which I did not know because he um what's the term he doesn't like label the people who are um featured in this album so I didn't know that but Beyonce is that beautiful angelic voice and you hear in the background of Frank's uh, he talks about his youth and someone who he was close to who passed away in this song. And it kind of has a theme of morality. He references Hurricane Katrina, which actually comes back later in the album a few times. But he talks about how that impacted his life because he was living in New Orleans at the time, which is, you know, like main, like the main area like where it got hit. It was a very tragic time for New Orleans. And it's kind of in- inferred, especially from the person who wrote this, which... I must add, uh, all of my information is from Genius, the lyrics website. Um, so you can find it on there. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of inferring that this person may have died in Hurricane Katrina. And that's like where this connect is between him re- referencing Hurricane Katrina and talking about this person who was close to him that passed away. Um, and Pink and White also refers to like this sunset drive that Frank and his old friend used to go on because you know color of the sky pink and white it's a very reminiscent song of this person in frank's life which is extremely emotional but there's no one more emotional than frank ocean so what can you say about that all right so we're gonna move on from pink and white and we're gonna 
skip track four, which is called Be Yourself. That's an, an interlude, a skit type of thing. Um, there's a few of those. I think there's like four, four skits. Um, Be Yourself is not really like too, remem- too rememberable. Re- okay. Anyways, um, so we're going to skip over that. There's no point in playing it. But we are going to get into track five which is called Solo. And Solo is another one of those songs that I'm like really, I'm really fond of this one. It's, I think there's like really like, I have to listen to the song again to remember why it is, but there's like really one specific part of the song that makes me want to listen to it. You know, it's not like the whole song is great, but there's one part that says, wow, this is outstanding. And that's what I love about Solo. So we are going to play that next um, and I'll talk about it afterwards, but yeah, we're kind of flying through this, actually. Quite cool. All right, and Solo is a little bit of a longer song, so track number five, Solo. I hope you guys enjoy. Hand me a towel, I'm dirty dancing by myself, gone off tabs, of that acid, form me a circle, watch my jagger. Might lose my jacket and hit a solo one time. We too loud in public, then police turn down a function. Now we outside and the time is perfect. Forgot to tell you, gotta tell you how much I vibe with you. And we don't gotta be solo. And I stay away from highways, my eyes like them red lights. Right now, I prefer yellow, red bone, so mellow. Fuck around, be cutting you. Think we were better off solo. I got that act right in the windy city that night No trees to blow through but blow me And I owe you two grams from the sunrise Smoking good, rolling solo 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 It's hell the city's on fire in hell in hell there's heaven there's a bull in a matador dueling in the sky in hell in hell there's heaven Skipping showers and switching socks, sleeping good and long. Bones feeling dense as fuck. Wish a nigga would cross and catch a solo on time. White leaf on my boxers, green leaves turn to vapors for the low. And that means cheap, cause ain't shit free, and I know it. Even love ain't, cause it's not cost. That clinic killed my soul. But you gotta hit the pussy, Roto. Now your baby mama ain't so vicious All she want is her picket fence And you protest and you pick a sign But them courts won't side with you Won't let you fly solo yeah. I wanted that act ride in Colorado that night I brought trees to blow through But it's just me and no you Stayed up till my phone died Smoking big rolling Solo It's hell in the city's on fire in hell in hell there's heaven there's a bull and a matador dueling in the sky in hell in hell there's heaven
So that was Solo. And the, the one thing, not the one thing, but you have to recognize something about Solo is that there is basically only one instrument being played that entire song. Actually, there might only be one, just in general. And it's a freaking organ. How often do you hear an organ in hip-hop, R&B, whatever music? Just in general, you don't hear organs used in modern-day music that much, and I think that's a really special thing that's involved in this song. But to talk about it a little bit deeper, um, Solo is about being alone, but self-love is still a very big thing, and waiting to hear from your lover is part of this and more. So it's not necessarily like a negative solo. Usually you hear solo and you're like, oh, that person's alone, that person's, you know, like lonely. But this is kind of like Frank's alone, but there's a lot of self-love involved in this. And like, like I said, there's like a factor or like theme of waiting to hear from your lover, which I think is really cute. Like just sitting at the phone, like, come on, like, when are you going to call? Um, and solo, like, solo, the song is... Like, as you can understand, it's like S-O-L-O. That's like the name of the song. But solo can be understood also as being solo, like S-O space L-O-W. And he talks about needing to get high in the song. So it's kind of like a low and a high thing. Um, He's feeling low, like, in a negative way at some points in the song. So he's feeling so low, which he's referencing more in the chorus, I believe. And then, you know, mentioning getting high is, like, another thing to go along with that. And the vocals in the background are Jasmine Sullivan. She's pretty good. And production with James Blake. I forget why I know his name, but I think he has good music, if I'm remembering who he is correctly. But, yeah, that's Solo. Um, I think it's just an important song to the album. I have always favored this song. It's always I think this is, like, the first Frank Ocean song I ever added to one of my playlists, actually. Um, back in... 2018 but yeah um I don't really have too much to say about it though I think it's a very like understandable like you don't you don't really have to think about the meaning of that song very much but yeah all right we can move on from there then we are going to be skipping track number six which is self-control nope don't listen to me it's Skyland 2 um I'm not I'm not really a Skyland 2 listener this is a long album, and I don't listen to it as frequently as a lot of the other albums I listen to. So when I'm, like, I don't listen to this song, I mean, like, I genuinely, like, I don't listen to this song. I can't even think about it off the top of my head. I listened to the album, like, a few times when making this um, episode, but I just, like, had no reason to play this song. Not I'm, I'm acting like this album isn't, like, absolutely perfect. Like, the song's actually amazing, but I just don't like it as much as the other songs. Anyways, but the track that we will be playing is track number seven, which is self-control. Um, probably Frank's, like, I would say, like, one of his most critically acclaimed songs, at least in the past few years. Um, he has a lot of really popular songs, but self-control kind of, like, took over on uh, TikTok a few years ago in, like, quarantine era, I'd say. And ever since then, like, people have had, like, a very strong connection with that song. Um, I People did before, but it became, like, ultra popular through TikTok as of recently. Um, which is honestly, like, how I kind of fell in love with it. Like, I was hearing this amazing bridge that comes in at the end, and I was like, I can't believe I wasn't listening to this, like, crazy when I first found Blonde. You know? Um, so that's, that's what we got to talk about. We got to play Self-Control because it's arguably one of the best if not the best songs on this album and i'm saying it like that all right track number seven self-control i hope you guys enjoy poolside combo about your summer last night oh yeah about your summer last night i give you no play mm. could i make a shot last night could i make a shot on the last night could we make it in do we have time i be the boyfriend can you wear dreams tonight? Noses on a rail Little virgin wears the white You cut your hair But you used to live a blinded life Wish I was there Wish we'd grown up on the same advice and our time was right Keep a place for me, for me I 
self-control and I mean I have to say I have goosebumps I every single time I listen to that song I'm just left speechless the bridge the ending of that song is absolutely remarkable I can't even tell you it's heartbreaking honestly like that song like tears me to shreds but god is it a good song and self-control as sad as the song sounds it's literally like it's so sad to describe it the song is talking about a relationship that falls apart and talking about how someone in the relationship was too immature to make it work. And he told the New York Times a couple years back that the relationship didn't work because they weren't on the same wavelength. That's really all I got about this song. Um, but that's all you need to know. Poolside convo about your summer last night. That's all, that's all I got to say. Um, heartbreaking song. I think everyone has cried to this song at one point in their lives. Whether or not you like Frank, whether or not you like the song, like this is like the ultimate cry-worthy song of all time. I think it really, it really might be. I I have I have like a list in my head of like Frank Ocean's best Frank Ocean's best songs. Self Control is top five, no doubt about it. It could be top three. I'm not gonna think about it like that just yet. I'm not really trying to rank them right now, but unmatched song, beautiful. I I cannot say enough good things. And right after self-control comes Good Guy, which is a um, interlude. It's really, it's like, I'm, yeah, I'm like singing. I was literally about to start singing it, but I'm not going to because that would be really embarrassing. It's a minute long. It's just an interlude. It's a little skit thing. Nothing's going on in it. It's just a little break from, oh, I just heard self-control. I want to die. And then 
good guy gums. And then track nine, which I will be playing, is called Nights. And Nights is my favorite Frank Ocean song probably of all time, which is extremely, like, it's not embarrassing to say, but it is, like, also, like, his most popular song for some people, I would say. Like, it's, like, top five most popular songs by him. But this is, like, the most hip-hop song you're getting out of this album, um, and when I fell in love with this song was in, like, my deep hip-hop era when I was, like, a freshman in high school. But, oh my gosh, Nights is genuinely, like, one of the best songs I've ever heard. The The song has so much meaning behind it. The song does so much for the album itself. And I'm just excited to play it for you guys. So track number nine, it's called Nights. I hope you guys enjoy. Round your city, round the clock. Everybody needs you No, you can't make everybody equal Although you got Buku family You don't even got nobody being honest with you Breathe till I evaporated My whole body see through Transportation handmade And I know it better than most people I don't trust them anyways you can't break the law with them Get some good she have a calm night Shooters killing left and right Working through your worst night If I get my money right You know I won't need you And I tell you I hope the sack is full up I'm fucking no, I'm fucked up Spend it when I get that I ain't trying to keep you Can't keep up a conversation Can't nobody read you Why your eyes well up did you call me from a seance? You were from my past life. Hope you're doing well, bro. I've been out here head first. Always like the head first. Signal coming in and out. Hope you're doing well, bro. Everybody needs you. Everybody needs you. Ooh, nani nani. This feel like a quaalude. No sleep in my body. Ain't no bitch in my body ah. New beginnings ah. New beginnings Wake up high, the sun's going down Time to start your day, bruh Can't keep being laid on Know you need the money if you gon' survive Every night, shit, every day, shit Dropping baby off at home before my night, shit You know I can't hear none of that, spend the night, shit Wanna see Nirvana, but don't wanna die yeah. Wanna feel that night, I don't think you can buy Fuck with me after my shit Oh, them boys wanna see me broke down Shit, bummed out and shit, stressed out and shit That's everyday shit Shut the fuck up, I don't want your conversation Rolling marijuana, that's some cheap vacation My everyday shit, every night shit Everyday shit Every night fucks every day up Every day patches the night up On God, you should match it, it's that KO No way lighter, still I fuck my 28th up 1998, my family had the Acre Oh, the legend Cap at least six discs in the changer Back on Boswell and Percy had it active Couple bishops in the city building mansions Oh, the reverend Preaching self-made millionaire status we could only eat at Shoney's on occasion 
After Trina hit, I had to transfer campus. Your apartment, I didn't use since while I waited. Staying with you when I didn't have a address. Fucking on you when I didn't own a mattress. Working on the way to make it out of Texas. Every night. Shopping, baby, y'all been on me for my night. Yeah. Now, <laughs> tell me, I want to see Nirvana, I want to die. That is arguably the best song you've probably ever heard in your entire life. Right there. You probably just heard the best song you've ever heard in your entire life. That song, absolutely, I can't even believe someone made that song. The, I, let me just talk about it, all right? So Knights details the highs and lows of one of his previous relationships. Uh, the second half references the troubles he faced after Hurricane Katrina. And we see that hurricane uh, reference coming back. And it's... Living a life connected through nights, which I guess is essentially what life is, you know, uh, just life is nights connected to nights, days connected to days, whatever. And the first half is like this upbeat type of thing, you know, it's got a little bit more like hippie hoppy energy. And the second half is somber, slow. That beat switch is, uh, it's remarkable. I mean, I, there's so many things I could say that probably aren't even appropriate to say, but it just made me cry honestly like it's just so good and the way that the second half is somber and slow it's similar and it's like a parallel to a crash from drug highs so i'm sure you guys understand how that works that you know you get really high you come down from it you crash you're depressed it's all heck um i personally haven't experienced that but i have learned about it um and the beat switch is exactly halfway through the album literally symbolizing a change in the album duality right there so when that beat switch happens, it is literally exactly at 30 minutes to the album, and it changes the course of the rest of the album. So Nights is like, and it's kind of also symbolizes like night to night, you know, it's like the changing of the clocks type of thing. It's amazing what that song does for this album. Um, I mean, I'm going to go home and listen to that song a hundred times. I think that's, that song is the type of song that puts you to sleep but also wakes you up in the morning. That song gets you on your feet, but also puts you out to bed in the best way possible. Oh my gosh. Nights by Frank Ocean. Easily, I'm going to say easily my favorite song ever by him. I, I can't even get enough of it. But with that being said, we're going to move by it. And we are going straight into track number 10, which is one minute long, but it is one minute of amazing. And this is not even Frank Ocean, okay? If you guys are good enough, you're going to know who it is. Not if you're good enough. It, You'll, you'll recognize the voice. You'll recognize the voice. Maybe you won't know his name, but Solo Reprise is the next track. So coming off of Solo from before, uh, it's a little bit different. You know, you're just going to get slapped in the face for a minute straight, basically. But track number 10, Solo Reprise. Yeah, have a good time. <laughs> eh, eh, so now I'm solo that I can see under the skirt of an ant. Solo that I don't get high no more when I turn no I just go hey Solo my cup is a rojo, my cholo, my friend. Solo that I can admit. When I hear that another kid is shot by the popo, it ain't an event. No more. Solo that no more high horses so hard to wear polo. When I do, I cut the pony off. Now there's a hole that once was a logo. How fitting. Solo that I can give a fuck about what is trending. Trying to cut down on my spending regardless of winning instead of pretending and bending over backwards over half of the whole had work done saying they want something real from a man just saying that we being real persons i hate that it's like this i feel for you and i don't know what it's like with a skirt on so part of me if i am being insensitive but darling this only works sons solo my halo say waylo if it like it's been solo that when they throw pussy up pesos don't pay no attention to it solo that i am no rookie but feel like a kid looking at the other kids with astonishment while i'm on punishment watching the summer come close to an end after 20 years in, I'm so naive I was under the impression that everyone wrote their own verses. It's coming back different, and yeah, that shit hurts me. I'm humming and whistling to those not deserving. I stumbled and lived every word. Was I working just way too hard?
Now, if we're talking about great songs, you can put that one right up with it. Uh, solo reprise. If you guys got it, you got it. This song is completely wrapped by Andre Three Sacks. Andre 3000, whatever you want to call him. Andre 3K. I, I usually call him Three Sacks. Um, if you don't know where he's from, he sings your favorite song of all time, Hey Ya by Outkast. Um, great guy. Love him. But yeah, so this is performed by Three Sacks. Uh, it's a similar instrumentation to solo, and it's basically a single instrument being used, so it's got that organ um, sense to it. Um, but this one this one is like slamming of an organ. Like When you think about it, it's like there's so much more aggression in this song. Obviously, solo, not reprise. Like Solo is so beautiful. It's so majestic. And then solo reprise is like solo that I can see under the skirt of an ant. I'm not going to rap the rest, but I do know the whole song. So, yeah. Um, and Andre, actually, this is a funny thing that I found out a few weeks ago. I think I saw it on TikTok or something, like Instagram, TikTok, whatever. But Andre did not know he was on this album until it was released. Like, he, he obviously agreed to it. Like, he wrote the song for Frank. He just didn't know that it was being used. Like, Frank didn't have him do anything else but write the song. He was like, hey, like, this song, rap this. Like, like Andre was thinking he was going to be part of, a dip, like, another song, like, whatever. But it was literally just him. And a few days after the release, he was, like, getting so much, like, press and feedback on it. And he was like, what are you guys talking about? Just to find out, he was on Frank Ocean's album, and he didn't even know. Because, once again, Frank doesn't list the features on this album, so he wasn't, like, looking at it. And, you know, you know, but whatever. So, solo reprise, honestly, that's also one of my favorites. Maybe it's just because of the rap aspect of it, but I really like Andre 3000. I think he's, like, one of the greatest rappers of all time, so... Just hearing him on any piece of work is, like, really a special thing. But we're going to skip a couple tracks. Uh, track number 11 is called Pretty Sweet. I think that's just kind of, like, a filler song. Uh, then 12 is Facebook Story. That's, um, that's a, like, a skit or, um, an interlude. I think that's the one. It's, like, about this guy saying, like, hey, like, Frank, I saw you on Facebook. Yeah, whatever. It goes something like that. Um... I forget which one. I think Be Yourself earlier, actually, that interlude was, like, Frank's mom or something. And she was like, don't do drugs, Frank. And then the album is about drugs. Um, so skipping over that, uh, 13 Close to You, it's another one of those, like, short um, interludes. Like, there's just a bunch of interludes, basically, that come comes after nights. It's kind of fast moving after that uh, for the most part. And then we get to track number 14, which is the last song I'm going to play for you guys today. And as some of you who knew the album probably are guessing, it's White Ferrari. White Ferrari is also one of these songs similar to self-control that got extremely popularized through TikTok um, in the past few years. Like, not to say that it wasn't perfect before, but it got, like, the fame and recognition it deserved through TikTok helping it, which, you know, there's gatekeepers out there. I'm a little bit of a gatekeeper, but when it comes to really good music being recognized, I have nothing against that. Now everyone knows how good of a song White Ferrari is, and... That's what it is. But White Ferrari is an extremely sad song, and I'm going to play it for you guys and probably ruin the rest of your night because of it. But I, I got to play it, all right? So track number 14 is called White Ferrari. I'm just going to lay it out flat for you guys and talk about it after, all right? Track number 14, White Ferrari. Bad luck to talk on these rides. Mine on the road. Your dilated eyes Watch the clouds float White Ferrari Had a good time How was I supposed to know anything? I let you out At Central I didn't care To state the plain Kept my mouth closed We're both so familiar White Ferrari Stick Good by times. me Close by me You were fine You were fine As this is slow by Left when I forget to speak so I text the speeds, lesser speeds, text the speed, yes. 
guys that's all i gotta give to you that was white ferrari track number 14 on blondes uh to talk about it a little bit it's kind of a theme of purity and innocence in a relationship and being remember and okay purity and innocence in a relationship being remembered as a good time uh love is described as a ferrari which is rare precious valuable and it's a white ferrari too which makes it even more you know had that pure sense to it and if you don't know anything about Frank Ocean, one thing that you can take away is that his Easter egg, the one thing that is so important to his discography, his artist himself, is cars are a huge theme in all of his work. Simply from album covers to song references to song names. You will see them and in any album that you go into, you will see a car reference. It's a huge thing. Nostalgia Ultra is a car. This song is about a car. Not like about a car, but it references cars. You know, you get the spiel. That's a really important thing to know about Frank. He's big on cars, all right? But that song, like, honestly, like, like I said, it was going to ruin your night. It ruined my night. It's so sad. I can't even describe the pain I'm feeling right now after listening to that. I was, like, doing stuff on my computer for a second. I was, like, <gasps> dying. I was dying. But, yeah, after that, you have track number 15, which is called Cyfred. Um, that's a great song, honestly. I considered about, I'm consider, I considered putting it in, but it wasn't really, like, you know, it wasn't, like, a song that I listened to as much frequently, and I didn't want to play something that I don't know well. Um, number 16 is Godspeed, which is shorter, but it's, you know, an important way to kind of get to the end of the album. And then you end it with Future Free, which is a beautiful song, honestly. It's a, it's it's absolutely magnificent that song. But it's nine minutes long, and half of not half of it, but like a minute of it is just like silence. So you don't really ever catch me listening to that in my free time. Um, but his other nine minute song is, I think, his best song of all time. But you know, if I ever play Channel Orange by Frank, then I'll talk about that. But that's not on the bucket right now. But that's blonde. That is blonde. 
Uh, a few more things to say. So I wrote down a few things from public reviews just to flaunt how good of an artist Frank really is. Uh, Pitchfork rated him a 9.0 in Best New Music, which Best New Music is one thing. It was coming with the 9.0, but you never see... Like, seeing above, like, an 8.5 on Pitchfork is rare, but we heard previously Pitchfork loves this album, as does everyone. Uh, the Guardian gave it 5 out of 5 stars, and honestly, like, this is, you know, a personal opinion, but from what I know and from what I see all around TikTok, Instagram, just any music media, Blonde by Frank Ocean is really regarded a classic already by basically... Most of this generation, most people who listen to hip-hop, most people who listen to R&B, most people who just listen to indie music, even. Blonde is recognized by so many different artists. Uh, Frank is recognized by so many different artists. But also just, like, the audience. Like, I can name people I know that, like, don't listen to hip-hop or R&B, but they are huge fans of Frank Ocean's Blonde. They just love Frank Ocean because of what he did on Blonde. Blonde is such a revolutionary album and what Frank did for hip-hop, R&B, just music in general. This album is stands on its own ground. This is probably the best album. Like, if I'm saying, like, outside of my own opinions, this is probably the best album that I've ever reviewed. Um, and it deserves that. And also, to give a little shout-out and also a little, you know, a little bit more information that I was missing earlier. So, my, my sweet Amelie texted me and told me what Blonde meant and Amelie like just just from like being smart Amelie knew this but they said that blonde on the album cover so b-l-o-n-d no e versus blonde with an e at the end it's kind of um breaking the binary because uh blonde with or without the e is kind of talking about like in a feminine or masculine style of I guess hair color um it's not necessarily saying like if I had blonde hair, like, it would be referred to as blonde with an E, but if, you know, a guy had blonde hair, it'd be referred to with without the E. Like, apparently, that's what Omelie said, um, and I trust Omelie's words, so it's kind of Frank breaking the, the binary, both with, like, sexuality and gender right there. Bam. LGBTQ. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Frank Ocean, guys. Round of applause for him. He does amazing stuff. I, I love him. He, you know, he's really off the market right now, but we're all kind of hoping as a music community that he's coming back sometime soon. We see him in press every now and then, but he's a very quiet guy. The The last thing I saw from him is the most recent thing that he put on um his, uh like, website. So... That's really, you know, that's the next thing that we have to... <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying, but if you guys are curious, you can go look and see what he most recently started selling. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I have to say. Uh, Blonde by Frank Ocean, everyone. It's probably one of the best albums you're ever going to hear me play. And I'm excited that I got to play it. It's, It was definitely going to come around eventually. I didn't think it was going to come this soon, but with the sophomore idea and this being his sophomore and most recent album... I thought it was almost oblig obligatory. So, yeah, that's that's really all I got. I'm so happy I got to do that episode. Um, I enjoyed every single moment of that. And I'm just happy to share music with you guys, as always. Uh, next week, I have an idea of what I'm going to do. Um, it's going to be a sophomore album, so if I give you the artist, you know the album, but... I'm between a few, but there's a 90% chance it's going to be Fine Line by Harry Styles because I need to do a Harry album. I just don't know if I want to do Fine Line. So that's for me to think about. But if you're a Harry Styles fan, think about coming back next week. And if I don't play him, then you still should listen. All right. Uh, that's all I got to say. I hope you guys have a great night. I have to go finish a lot of homework and probably cry about it. But that's okay because I got to play awesome music for you guys tonight. Um, So long. WC Digital College Park Radio. Have a great weekend. Uh, love you guys. This is Nervous Child Collection, and my name is Jordan Pingava. Peace out.
Okay, uh, we've got a group for you. And they're coming up right now, and they invited everybody to follow the bouncing ball and sing along. Ladies and gentlemen, the Queen Haters. Yeah!